Hello and welcome to Extra Credit, the podcast that connects you to what's happening in Hamilton County Schools and answers your most pressing questions. I'm your host, Cody Patterson, and today we continue our weekly summer series called Behind the Board. The goal of Behind the Board is for our listeners to get to know each member of the Hamilton County School Board just a little bit better. And today's guest is Joe Smith, who serves as the Hamilton County School Board member from District 3. Joe, appreciate your time. How you doing today? Glad to be here. What's new with you? What's something new or interesting in well, your world just, right now? Well, uh, just busier than a one-arm paper hanger. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to chat with us, and, and so I just want to kind of dive right in. A lot of the questions that we get about board members are, who are these people? So give our community, the folks who are listening, a little bit more about you, what you do outside of the board, your family, and things you enjoy doing when you have free time. Well, Joe Smith, and I promise that's not fictitious. That really is my name. <laughs> do you get that in, question a lot? From I get that question every day. You know, <laughs> I've lived in Chattanooga all my life, went to Red Bank High School and then the University of Tennessee in Knoxville and back to Chattanooga and have been here all my life, married to Miss America for 47 years. Love it. Uh, two children of my own, grown now, grandchildren, and my wife and I have raised 19 foster children. Wow. And I have one in our home right now. So uh, young people has been our lives. I uh, love that. Now, you said you went to the University of Tennessee. Now, I went to the University of Georgia, and I'm guessing you I do like hold, to pull I for the Bulldogs, that, don't you? I okay. that against you. <laughs> okay. Well, so tell our listeners, too, what inspired you to want to get involved with the school board? Well, I, I don't know if there, it was just any one thing, and, and I, you know, I, I had uh, my own issues as a young person, mm-hmm. and uh, in 1987, uh, strung out on drugs and alcohol, God did an intervention mm-hmm. in my life, and uh, since that time, uh, I, my whole life has been about kids and about young people, and uh, I birthed a program in 1998 called YCAP, Jabbing for Jesus, mm-hmm. which is a program designed to work with uh, uh, struggling, at-risk young people who are struggling behaviorally and academically. And a part of that program, we pulled in the amateur boxing piece, which has been just a huge uh, success. Mm-hmm. Uh, in teaching kids lessons about discipline and hard work and habits. and So really got involved in amateur boxing, and then in 2008 uh, was honored to coach the uh, USA Olympic boxing team in Beijing. Wow. And so boxing has been, amateur boxing has been a big part of my life as well. And then I retired from that work back in 2017, not too long after I came on the school board. And... Uh, uh, played for about a year and a half and really had a good time, but uh, discovered that uh, God wasn't done with me yet and mm-hmm. decided to go back to work. So in December of 18, uh, I took over as executive director of Prison Prevention Ministries that's okay. been around in Chattanooga for almost 45 years now. And that work is work we work with inmates that uh, uh, that are incarcerated. Mm-hmm and uh, helping them as they re-enter society after they're completing their sentence to find employment, a place to live, mentoring them to help them to not re-offend mm-hmm. and end up back in prison. And uh, another part of that work, we're actually in the schools, and we take former inmates with us to 
to basically tell their story. Mm-hmm. You know, what happened, what it was like to be in prison, and what their life is like today. And that's all designed to uh, teach young people to make better choices than some of these inmates mm-hmm. have made. And it's very, very effective. Well, and thinking about boxing, you know, we my family moved here from Louisville, and obviously, you know, it's oh, all yeah, about Muhammad yeah. Ali. But into that museum up there, many if you times. if you had to pick your favorite boxer of all time, who would that be? And well, why? obviously, it would be Muhammad Ali. You know, that that transformed the sport and mm-hmm. and all the other things he did outside of the sure. boxing ring, and and uh, you know, and then there's been a lot of others mm-hmm. since since his day, but. Uh, again, and, and we don't deal much with professional boxers. Sure. You know, we've had some of our young people that have turned professional and are doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but usually when they get through with their amateur career, we kind of pass them on to Sure. Uh, to but just even else. an Olympic-level opportunity is amazing. Yeah, you know, for it, some it of was uh, an incredible uh, experience, you know, obviously an experience of a lifetime to, to have that opportunity. And, uh, and, and that's just – God blessing us. That's, mm-hmm. that's all that was about. Sure. Well, I, I love that. And one question I have for you as a board member, why, from your perspective, is public education so important? Well, obviously, uh, you know, uh, the key to success, the key to uh, getting out of generational poverty, if you will, is mm-hmm. education. And, uh, it, you know, there's no better way to – uh, to do that and to develop character, to, to uh, develop integrity, to, to uh, develop future opportunities and relationships and through public education. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's just vitally important that we have a good, sound uh, public education system in Hamilton County because, you know, that draws industry, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it, There's definitely it, ripple effect, right, yeah. and it creates you know just such a tremendous economic impact, and you know if you have a good school system, then people want to be here and be a, a part of that, mm-hmm. and, uh, so that's why it's so important. And and thinking about your day to day routine as a board member. What is a typical day in your life like, if you can answer that question as well, a board member? Well, you know, I, there's not a typical day, <laughs> yeah. but I, I, I kid about this all the time. You know, we we come on the board, and all of all myself and all my peers have a number of schools that we represent. Mm-hmm. And I spend a lot of time in, in my schools, not necessarily just to go check up and see what's going on, but, but I want to be a help to mm-hmm. them. and. I kid about it all the time. You know, we, we, we get paid to be a school board member, but if I add up the, the amount of time I spend doing school board, board work sure. versus to what we're compensated to be on the board, I probably make about 18 cents an hour. <laughs> and that's, you know, you're you're preparing for meetings, you're answering emails, you're talking on the phone, you're visiting schools. It's a lot more than what it may appear to be in the board meeting. That, and I think, absolutely. I think a lot of people think that a board member's job is to show up once a month to a board meeting and vote yes or no and i think in this uh, series we've certainly learned that our board is very engaged and i think our community would love is is will be excited to hear that as each board member in this series talks about their passions and their preparations and why they're passionate about being on the board it's it's one of the reasons we wanted to even do this series so people could have an understanding of well those it's been a joy you know i'm in my i think what year am i in my fifth year now and, you know, my peers, every one of them, you know, have such a passion for young people and mm-hmm. a passion for education. And uh, 
so Hamilton County is lucky to to have the school board we have, except for me. But the other <laughs> eight, they're they're fortunate. To well, have that and group. and thinking about what, what is one thing you just love when you when you get to a board meeting, or or what's the thing that you love most? Obviously, you've talked about you know what what students and children mean to you in in your life, but what's something you just love that just radiates from your soul about being a board member? Well, I I think that the creativity and and the discussion with regard to problem solving and, mm-hmm. and you know, assisting our superintendent and, and obviously his staff in uh, coming up with the very best interventions and programs and policies and procedures, once again, to provide, you know, the best uh, education district in the state of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a lot of fun to, you know, to be a part of that. And thinking about this last year, what an exercise of that to push creativity to the limits in, a, in an environment where there was no playbook, there was no, nobody had ideas. And I think it's really impressive that the board did not sit around waiting to copy somebody else. There was a vision, there was leadership, and there was action as we think about the school reopening task force and, and just the commitment that we made as a district and to think that over the last year, we're looking to have ended the school year having been in person 88% of the time is pretty remarkable for a district of our size when there are some districts who haven't been open at all this well, year. Well, you know, Hamilton County is unlike any district in the state in that, you know, we have we have uh, suburban schools, mm-hmm. we have rural schools, and, uh, you know, there's just such a cross-section of... And 79. I mean, I when I first got here in December, I've been, I've been to 18 schools, and I was like, yeah, this is I'm feeling pretty good. And then I got back and said, well, you got 61 more to go. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a big... It's a big district, and, and for us to have been able to be in school over 80%, and, and you're right, no district in the state's even close to us. And, and you know, what was interesting, too, and... Uh, during that time, the times when we were shut down, mm-hmm. uh, every one of our board members were out in the schools helping, uh, you know, give out lunches yep. and riding buses and checking on kids. And I mean, it was just amazing. And that's not any in any school board member's job description. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we even the work I'm doing now through prison ministries during that we we launched a, a virtual learning center called end zone mm-hmm. and where we bring in kids all day long so parents could still go to work and their kid we could hold those children accountable to do their virtual learning and now that we went back to school we kept that program going and it's still going today i'll be going there when i leave here and and it's modeled just like the old ycap program was mm-hmm. so uh so it's been fun yeah, that community engagement has been such an important part, I think, of, of our success. You know, our commitment to, you know, having children in class, but then also leaning and, and calling on our community to help us has been absolutely amazing. And they have. You know, oh. Chattanooga is an amazing place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been here, like I said, all my life. And uh, the the philanthropy that goes on in Hamilton County and just a seemingly a willingness for folks just to step up and be the hands of Jesus when it's needed and uh, so that's very rewarding to to uh, watch all that and be a be a part of all that and then too we're fortunate and I tell everybody this to have the superintendent that we have Mm -hmm. and just the amazing work that uh, he has done and his team has done and they're not perfect and he's not perfect and 
Uh, sometimes he and I butt heads on things. But let me tell you, we're fortunate to have Brian Johnson in Alameda County. I love that, and I, I couldn't agree more. And I, you know, as as my leader within the district, I absolutely agree with you. It's it's been an honor, and um, I'm excited for the days ahead for a lot of the things no that we have going. Just two more questions, and and we'll kind of land the plane here. What are you most excited about for next school year? Well, my hope is that we can be back to normal, mm-hmm. so that's exciting. And, you know, particularly last year that has gone on this year, you know, kids are missing so much, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of the things that they've been able to do and haven't been able to do, you know, because of the pandemic and, and all, you know, all those decisions were made with safety of kids and staffs and families and community involved and and uh, uh, that, that we can get on with the focus of reading and writing and math and uh, not have to focus on so many other things mm-hmm. that, that we've had to uh, really be weary of this past year. That's right. And, and our last question, we, I love to end on this question as a, as a former teacher, high school English teacher myself. Who is a teacher that really had an impact on you throughout your educational experience? And, and how does that impact still live with you today? That's a tough, tough question because there's so many. Mm-hmm. But if you allow me, I'll tell you about a two-minute story. All right, that's I got totally time fine. to do that. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm at the Olympics in 2008, and it's opening ceremony. And we're getting ready to march into the stadium, you know, for that ceremony. Oh, yeah, and Parade of Nations, I yeah, think is what it's and called. And it's emotional. You know, here you are. You're representing your country in the biggest sports stage in the world. And so it's kind of emotional, but I'm trying to keep myself all together. And I look over to my left, and there's Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant. He was on the USA basketball team Mm -hmm. that year. And so I'm a pretty smart guy. I knew that if I'd go over and walk in that stadium by him, I'd be on TV. (laughs) Because I knew that camera. Sure, it would be on him, absolutely. Well, something happened those few moments that were absolutely life-changing for me. I went over there by him, and he was weeping. And I don't mean he is tearing up. He was weeping, what I call a snot-slinging cry. You know, you know <laughs> yeah, the kind Oh, of cry. I do. Yeah, I know. And I patted him on the back, and I said, are you okay? He couldn't talk. I mean, he was, <laughs> you know, are you okay? He finally got his composure, and he said to me, yeah, man, I'm okay. He said, I'm representing America in the Olympic Games. Well, see, that spoke volumes to me because here was a guy that everybody in the world knew who he was. I mean, he was at the peak of his NBA career at that Mm -hmm. time. But, boy, that gave me permission to feel. Well, we began to march in that stadium, and everything went into slow motion. And it was just surreal, like a science fiction movie, and it Mm -hmm. was just slow motion. 90,000 people in that stadium. And they told us that when you get about halfway down to look up at the press area because the president will be up there and just kind of do a military eyes right and wave at the president. Mm -hmm. As we began to march in, everything looked to be in slow motion. And as I began to look at those 90,000 people, I saw my dad sitting up there. My dad's been dead 20 years, but there he sat. It's plain as I'm looking at you. I looked a little bit further down. There was my grandmother. She had been dead for 40 years, but there mm-hmm. she sat in my bleachers that night. And I looked down a little bit further, and there was Miss Posey. Miss Posey was my third grade teacher. Now, listen, I'm about done. Miss Posey was the meanest woman I ever saw. <laughs> 
she rode a broom to work every day. Uh, I mean, that's how mean she was. But she loved me, and she encouraged me. And it was just, I'll never forget that lady as mm -hmm. a, as a t uh, about a nine or ten-year-old little boy. She was in my bleachers that night. Mm -hmm. As I looked, I saw person after person after person that had somehow impacted my life to get me to that point in my life. Many of them dead and gone, but they were in my bleachers that night. Mm -hmm. A lot of them were still alive, but they weren't in Beijing, China. They were back in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So they told us to look up, wave it at the president, George Bush at the time. And I looked up there, and I couldn't see him. Mm -hmm. He was there. The Pope was there. Putin was there. All the world, they were up there. I didn't see him. Here's who I saw. I saw Jesus Christ himself in my bleachers. Now, here's the application. I'll hush. This ain't home. We're just passing through. All of us, we're just passing through. So if we understand that truth, that we're just passing through, then shouldn't we every day be looking for a way to crawl up in the bleachers of somebody's lives? So serving on the school board to me is like crawling up in the bleachers of somebody's life, cheering them on, supporting them, encouraging them, kicking their hiding when they need that. Sure. Because I had so many people. And I went a long way around to answer your question about my favorite teacher, the one who had the most impact. They all had impact. They all had impact. But I'll never forget Miss Posey, and she was in my bleachers that night. I love that. Well, you're welcome to tell those stories anytime you want because it's powerful. That's what gets speaks to human nature and, and what people want to know not only about you as a board member, but about, you know, their neighbors. So I, I, I appreciate you taking time to chat with us. My pleasure. And thank you for joining us for today's episode of Extra Credit, a podcast that connects you with what's happening in Hamilton County schools and answers your most pressing questions. Be sure to join us next time as we continue our summer series behind the board. And don't forget to send any questions you have about Hamilton County schools to communications at hcde.org. Have a great day and remember, we are Hamilton.